0: The time is nine o'clock and you're listening to CHMA 106.9 FM.
1: Hello
2: and welcome to Tantramar Report on CHMA 106.9 FM and chmafm.com. We're broadcasting from Sackville, New Brunswick the heart of the Maritimes, on the traditional and unceded lands of the Mi'kmaq people. I'm Tori Weldon. It's Monday, January 15th. On today's show, a new exhibit at the Owens Art Gallery has opened, with more than 100 people in the community contributing. That's coming up. But first, some local news briefs. Work on a parking lot on Walker Road could begin as early as today. The lot is being installed near the head of the Tantramar Outdoor Club trails. Here's Tantramar's Active Living Director Matt Pride with more details.
3: We're just starting uh, prep work to uh, build a parking lot up by the Crooked Tree Trail. Um, it's been a safety issue for quite a few years now. With uh, you know, larger trucks going through there and cars parked all along the street. So um, we're working with the Tatchmire Door Club to design the parking lot, and we're hoping to start removing some trees early next week, weather pending. And uh, we're not sure exactly how many parking spaces will be there, but somewhere between 20 and 40 probably. And we're just finalizing the details now.
2: $25,000 was earmarked for the parking lot in the 2024 capital budget. In other news, registration is open for students wishing to participate in early and late French immersion for the 2024-2025 school year. Early immersion is for students in grade one. Late immersion is for students in grade six. And now for our feature story. Tiny colorful beads slide down the angled board, hitting screws as they go.
1: The screws.
2: Callum Tunnicliffe proudly shows off his work at the opening of Solaris. It's at the Owens Art Gallery. Callum is a fifth grade student at Marshview Middle School. He helped build this contraption.
1: So it's a wooden board with felt and a lot of nails. You can roll beads and marbles down it and it'll make a nice sound.
2: Callum's mother, Lucy, is the curator of the exhibit. But Callum wasn't participating just to help out his mom. He was one of more than 130 people in the community who got to be an artist for the day and help make this project a reality.
4: This is a collaborative work um, by Rhonda Wepler and Trevor Mahofsky made with the community of Sackville.
2: Lucy McDonald is the curator of education and community outreach at the gallery.
4: Made with... Children, Mount Allison students, Mount Allison faculty, artists in the community, and uh, community members of all ages. So it's it's pretty special for the way that it brings people together. I'd say too that this bringing together is at the heart of it, and exploring what it means to collaborate, what it means to work together. That that is a, a beautiful thing, but also a, a difficult thing, um, and th- and also. Um, creative process that 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 has moments of magic and moments of messiness and that that's all there
2: if we kind of look behind the scenes a little bit what was the process to get all of this together
4: so it took a lot of a lot of coordination so it meant uh reaching out to heather dixon principal of marshview middle school and we're going back now to i think it was February 2020 and writing with this brilliant idea of um, let's work together on this amazing project that these artists are coming and they have this idea and they they want to connect with community and that um, working with the school is is really important to that and I remember her email back was just yes this sounds amazing we're in and um, tell us what you need.
2: The pandemic played havoc with the project's timeline until October of 2023. And this is where the artists come in. Please tell me your name.
5: Rhonda Wepler.
3: And I'm Trevor Mahofsky.
5: We're artists here. Just finished installing our show Solaris and our Palm Pom mobile hub.
3: The two
2: longtime collaborators led workshops across the community to make this finished product. Rhonda Wepler is based in New York and Trevor Mahofsky in Toronto. And they have a history with this town years ago just out of grad school wepler had her first solo show at struts gallery
5: which meant a huge deal to me because uh when you're first out of school like that it's so hard to get any kind of opportunity and then jimmy kelly who's a curator at uh here at the owens art gallery saw my work there and then as like the miracle happened of getting asked to do a solo show here at the owens art gallery way back 20 years ago um And at the same time, Trevor and I have known each other since graduate school, but uh, we were working together at a factory, and uh, I asked him to help me because I was kind of falling behind on the project, and we were talking a lot about art, and our ideas were kind of bouncing off each other. So, yes, that's our very first show show together, uh, was here at the Owens Art Gallery.
2: The two have worked together ever since.
3: We started out as sculptors, and we were always interested in making works that people kind of affected when they walked around and they... They could, they could interact with it, and uh, in, in we started thinking about getting more and more engaged with collaboration beyond our collaboration.
2: How did that go, the process? You came with a plan to collaborate. How did it go?
3: I think I like the idea that the school was the core of it, but I, I like the idea that it was multi generational, and that when you see the piece, you see adults, seniors, kids, all kinds of backgrounds, very diverse. Doing the similar thing and participating together and building something together—that's quite a, really exciting and motivating to me.
2: So, what's out there? It's radio. So, can you give me just a brief description of what what it is? <laughs> a whole bunch of stuff. <laughs> it's like, oh Lord, yeah. how do I sum it up?
5: <laughs> well, let, let me see. Oh, how do you, okay. So, there was there's a video of um, ice melting, and, and the ice is in shapes uh, that are kind of iconic um, plants or animals um, that initially start off as sculptures that the participants made, we made molds of that we then um, poured water into the molds, froze that, then filmed it melting uh, and, so, and then reversed that film so that what happens is you get this loop video uh, of things um, coming out of a, of a pool of water and then melting back into it. And the very first seed of the whole idea was this, oh, I watched a documentary on water um, and it was about how all the water on the earth has been the same water that it was ever, ever here. Uh, it just goes through different phases. And so this idea of interconnectivity Um, of everything, and uh, and that sort of was the ground for why there's a circle of drawings, why we started working with a one-line drawing idea where everybody's drawing connects together, and why the video is a loop.
2: The homemade instruments were used to make a soundtrack for the videos that are on display. But there's more. There's also the Pom Pom Jam mobile hub. It's a separate piece but fits with the overall theme.
3: The pom-poms started in Calgary, actually, uh, and they they were shipped here from there, and they've got a build-up of what people have already contributed, pom-poms they've made. You can see there's videos inside the pom-poms of other pom-poms made by other participants, so it's a kind of a cumulative thing. And in the pom-pom hub, if you open up these giant pom-poms, you pull another pom-pom out, and in that is a kit to make your own. And in the kit is wool, that was sourced from uh, the internet uh, and it's other people's resold yarn so you might get a, an array of colors from Betty in Columbus, Ohio and it might be her abandoned craft project that you are then reactivating and you're kind of collaborating with her it's her color palette, you're reusing her yarn we're carrying her, fo- her project forward in another way so it's a bit about that kind of long distance collaboration yes,
2: uh, how many pom-poms are we talking so far?
3: I don't know. It's a lot, actually.
2: Even in the first day of the exhibit being open to the public, Lucy McDonald says she's seen new faces. Some school kids and their families have been in to see their work on display. And as for young Callum Tunnicliffe, he has fond memories of the hard work he and many of his classmates put into the project.
1: It was very fun. All right. Okay, thank you very much. You are welcome. The
2: exhibit is now open and will be on display at the Owens Art Gallery until May 5th. And that's it for Tantrum, our report for Monday, January 15th. CHMA News wants to hear about the stories you'd like to hear more about. Get in touch at news at chmafm.com. I'm Tori Weldon, and that's the news.
3: Sunny. Becoming a mix of sun and cloud this afternoon. Wind west 20 kilometers an hour, gusting to 40, becoming light this afternoon. High minus 3. Wind chill minus 15 earlier this morning, minus 9 this afternoon, UV index 1 or low. Tonight a few clouds, low minus 12. Tomorrow January 16th, increasing cloudiness, 30% chance of flurries late in the afternoon, Wind becoming east 20 km an hour in the afternoon, high minus 2, wind chill minus 9 in the afternoon, UV index 1 or low. Tuesday night, snow low minus 1. Wednesday, cloudy, high of 0. Wednesday night, cloudy periods, low minus 11.
4: This is Izzy Franklin and you're listening to all the cool dudes at CHMA
0: 106.9. And here's Brian Nielsen with your CHMA Sports Update.
6: On the local scene over the weekend starting on Friday, the basketball teams headed over to Charlottetown where they faced Holland College. The women won 74-58. The men lost 87-78. Women's volleyball, Crandall came to town and the Mounties won 3-1 in that game. And then the volleyball team won again on Saturday against SJ, three sets to two. And women's ice hockey, the parent game celebrating the seniors of the Mount Allison Mounties hockey team. They won 2-1 in a shootout, uh, an incredible game to uh, be present for all sorts of enthusiasm in the stands. Similarly, on Saturday, a whole bunch of enthusiasm for the alumni game. Unfortunately, a... 3-1 loss to St. FX for the Mounties women hockey team. The game was certainly closer than the final score. And then we had University of Kings College Blue Devils come to town to play basketball on Sunday. The women lost a hard-fought 61-52 game. And in the second game, the men were victorious, 87-72 in the NFL Super Wildcard Weekend, four games were played. Saturday saw the Houston Texans absolutely dominate to the Cleveland Browns 45 14. In the nightcap, Kansas City beat Miami in the frigid weather 26 7. And then yesterday, the early game saw the Green Bay Packers totally embarrass the Dallas Cowboys, uh, 48-32. The game was not as close as it seemed, and the best game of the weekend, close game. The Detroit Lions win Lion Pride 24-23 against the Los Angeles Rams. In the NHL yesterday, just a couple games, the New York Rangers beat the Washington Capitals 2-1. And in the nightcap, the Detroit Red Wings beat the Toronto Maple Leafs 4 2 in a matchup of original six teams. And lastly, in the NBA, yesterday we had five games the Denver Chicken Nuggets with the 117 109 victory out in Denver against the Indiana Pacers. Miami Heat beat the Charlotte Hornets 104 87. In overtime, a one-point victory for the Milwaukee Bucks over the visiting Sacramento Kings, 143-142. Another tight one in Minnesota. The Timberwolves beat the Clippers, 109-105. And the nightcap saw the Phoenix Suns head up to the Pacific Northwest and beat the Portland Trailblazers, 127-116. That is your CHMA Sports Update. For Monday, January 15th.
0: And that was Brian Nielsen with your sports update. Don't forget to tune in weekdays 8, 9, 12, and 5 for Brian's sports update. And of course, listen to the morning show Mondays 7.30 to about 9.00. And there's also some sports commentary at 8.30. Thanks so much, Brian.
6: Hi, this is Ed Knuckles of Knuckles
1: Truffles Chocolates here in Sackville. We'd love to have you come in and see us sometime. You are listening to CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick.
0: And hello everyone. You just heard from Brian with your sports update. Before that was Onver with your top of the hour weather and before that you heard from Tori with your Tantramar report. Happy Monday everyone and welcome to the late morning show here on CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick. I am your late morning host JC and the time is 9:15. And it just so happens that I have a few local announcements for you all. So first off, this Saturday, uh, there will be the Farmers Market going on again uh, at the Sackville Commons from 9 until 12. And this will be the third straight week that May will be there as well. Come on by. It's an absolute blast Hanging out with everybody and uh, getting to meet new faces and talk to people about radio. Last Saturday was absolutely awesome. So, stop on by once again. That's from 9 to 12 at the Sackville Commons. Also, uh, on Thursday, we have the Sackville Film Society. So, there is a screening. Uh, at the Amherst Theater on Thursday at seven thirty, uh, and the movie is "She Came to Me," directed by Rebecca Miller, uh, and some of the people that star and star in it are Anne Hathaway, Marisa Tomei, and Peter Dinklage. So, if you want to know a little bit about this movie. I might as well read a little bit actually a truly modern romantic comedy a multi-generational love story set against the iconic backdrop of new york so it includes a composer suffering from creative blocks who finds inspiration after a chance encounter with an unusual woman it also has a couple of bright teenagers uh, who fight to prove to their parents that young love can last forever And finally, for a successful therapist who seemingly has it all, love arrives in the most unexpected of ways. So once again, that is this Thursday at the Amherst Theatre at 7.30 and tickets are $10. Alright, so let's get the show rolling right into some more awesome music. So... Up next, we have Swim Good Now and Torquil Campbell with The Blinding Light.
1: Up on the Confetti is falling out all his last
0: That was Time After Time by Laurie Yates. Happy Monday, everyone, and welcome back to the Late Morning Show here on CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick, broadcasting live to all of you beautiful CHMA listeners from the third floor of the Wallace-McCain Student Center. I am JC, your late morning host, and the time is 9.25, and I have a few more local announcements for you. So, all of these happen to pertain to the Dorchester Memorial Public Library. So, on Thursdays, they have a teen game night going on. So, that's at three at 3516 Cape Road. Uh, and they have games like Settlers of Catan, Clue, Chess, Backgammon, Exploding Kittens, Trivia Pursuit, Scrabble, and Playing Cards. And that will be going on on Saturdays or on Thursdays. Sorry, from 5:30 to 7 p.m. And then on Fridays, they have a preschool story time. Uh, so preschool-aged children and their caregivers are invited to come to the library at 10:30 a.m. is when you can show up for stories, crafts, and art activities. How awesome is that? Then, uh. There is on Saturday a parent and tots drop in play group from 10:30 to 1130 a.m. And later in the afternoon, there is a music at the library drop-in from 1:30 to 4. So you can bring your own instrument to this. Uh, you can use one of the library's guitars, ukuleles or the piano. Uh, And beginner instruction in playing and reading music is offered and if you already know how to play, come on by and jam with your friends. Uh, You can even get beginner instruction on the bass if you let the library manager know in advance. Those all sound awesome. The Dorchester Memorial Public Library sure is doing some amazing things. Alright, let's keep the show rolling right into some more awesome tracks. So up next we have Smokey Robinson and the Miracles with I Second That Emotion.